Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing OnboardNWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at OnboardNWA.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I've actually got something special for you today. I, um, as you guys know, election day is coming up November 3rd, 2020. And, um, this is something that's been coming up over and over again in all of my personal conversations, as well as some of the conversations that I've had with uh, many of the guests that have come on recently. Certainly we're all talking about the election coming up, um, as I've always told you that the, the, this particular podcast is not a political podcast. There are plenty of them out there, but doesn't mean that we can't have a conversation about getting out to vote, which is a civic duty that we all have. I think it's important for us to figure out a way to do that. And one of the, the, the things that I was fortunate enough to do was last week I hosted a moderated, hosted, whatever you want to call it. I did an event with Engage NWA, which was a lot of fun. I got to um, work with the team over there at the Northwest Arkansas Council and uh, Engage NWA. And they had me host or moderate with several local business individuals in terms and the state secretary, uh, John Thurston, to talk about uh, how you can get out to vote, and whether you are an individual or whether you work at a company or own a company and you want to encourage um, everybody within your organization to 
to do their civic duty and get out and vote. And so we had a chance to sit down with Lee Culpepper from Walmart and Lee Bansell from uh, Tyson, as well as Karen Gillespie from Kite String, which is a local firm in Bentonville. Uh, and we, we had a chance to speak with John Thurston and Leslie Bellamy from the state of Arkansas to talk about this whole process of getting out to vote. And uh, Secretary of State Thurston answered a lot of questions on this program about all the things that you should be aware of, all of the safety measures that they will be taking at all the polling locations, how you can check to see if you are registered to vote, uh, that you only have a couple more days to register to vote as of the date of this podcast episode. You have to get your um voter registration taken care of by October 5th in the state of Arkansas. So I really want to encourage you to do that if you haven't already done so. You have until October 5th. Now, there are a lot of other really important dates that you need to be aware of, and this program goes over those dates. And I'm also going to put uh, links in the show notes to all of the information from Engage NWA about election 2020. And uh, we really want to get everybody in Northwest Arkansas to participate in the democratic process. I guess you probably heard, or maybe you haven't, but um, we haven't had the type of voter turnout that we would expect in in some of these big uh, election days, like in 2016, when um, Donald Trump and Hillary were running against each other. Um, we only had, we had almost less than half of the U.S. population vote. I mean, we were missing out on a lot of people that are eligible to vote that did not vote. And, um, you know, that that is uh, something that we want to try to correct this go around. We haven't had really, really high voter participation and voter turnout since the 2008 election when Barack Obama was first elected for pres- as president. And uh, honestly, our numbers for voter participation have gone down over the years. And so we want to kind of see that that number tick back up again. And we're hoping that through efforts like this and the program that I moderated last week, more people will take the initiative to get out and vote if they haven't done so before or if they're sitting around saying my vote doesn't matter. You know, I'm just one individual. One person can make a difference. So I really want to encourage you to take part in this program and take part in what we're doing here in Northwest Arkansas, especially share it with your friends in other parts of the country. Encourage everybody that you know, family and otherwise, to get out and vote. And um, I hope you like this particular episode. You're going to hear from a bunch of different people. Again, Lee Culpepper from Walmart, Lee Bansell from Tyson, Karen Gillespie from Kite String. And uh, most importantly, you're going to hear from Secretary of State John Thurston. He's going to answer a lot of questions about the voting process, about uh, what you should be aware of. And we answer a bunch of the guest questions that came up during the program because it was a Zoom event. So we had some live question Q&A. And there were great questions on there about, you know, what if your polling location changes and how do you go about, you know, learning to deal with that? And so there's great information that's available to you. I uh, will make sure that all of this is in the show notes so you have access to it. I would encourage you to go to IamNorthwestArkansas.com forward slash 87 for the show notes for this particular episode. 
And um, th- that's it. I, I just really wanted to put a little time in uh, in this area of voting. And this is my platform. So I can do it here. Um, I can do it in other places. I can talk to people, which I've been doing on a regular basis. But I can also do it here because this is the biggest platform that I have for I Am Northwest Arkansas. And I'd appreciate all of every, all of my tribe, I Am Northwest Arkansas folks, to uh, take part in this, uh, listen, share it with a friend, encourage them to take part in it. If you know a friend or have friends that own businesses, um, these guys give you some great advice as to how you get everybody in your on your team to get out and vote. You're not telling them who to vote for. You're not doing anything like that. All you're doing is encouraging the the democratic process of voting. It's, it's the one thing that we can do to to help make our region, our state and our country more inclusive and equitable. And so I would really encourage you to check out this episode, share it with a friend. As always, please let us know what you think. And next week we will be back to regularly scheduled programming. And I've got a great episode for you. I'm not going to tease it. Stay tuned for an episode that I'm going to have Um that uh, let's just say you're going to have to keep your you, you're going to you're going to really want to keep your pants on after you listen to this episode. And I'll leave it at that. That's that's the teaser for next week's episode. So I think you'll enjoy it. Without further ado, here is the Engage NWA program from this past Friday, the 25th of September. I hope you enjoy it. Let me know what you think. And I'll talk with you soon. Peace. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilbur. Okay, so I hope everyone can hear me, and in the interest of your time, uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. I appreciate you all being here today. My name is Mike Harvey. I'm the Chief Operating Officer for the Northwest Arkansas Council, and uh, today we're going to talk about the importance of uh, getting out the vote, go TV, as they say. Uh, Participating in the democratic process is perhaps the most important thing we can do to make our region, our state, and our country more inclusive and equitable. Businesses can play a key role in getting out the vote here in NWA. And it's true whether that's a mid-sized business, a small business, or one of the world's largest companies. So we, we hope you all take the steps to get out the vote and let us know how we can be helpful. Randy Wilburn is going to be serving as the moderator for today's event. Uh, Randy is the founder and host of I Am Northwest Arkansas, a podcast that highlights all the great things that are going on in Northwest Arkansas. So I'm going to turn it over to Randy at this point. Randy, thank you so much for being a part of this event, and you can take it away. Thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm Randy Wilburn, founder and host of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I'd like to welcome our speakers, Arkansas Secretary of State John Thurston, Lee Banstel from Tyson Foods. He's the Vice President of Corporate Communications. Uh, Lee Culpepper, 
Walmart Vice President of Public Affairs, and Karen Gillespie from Kite String Corporate Council. And uh, we invited each of them here today because of their expertise and experience on this topic and direct involvement with their respective companies' efforts. In just a minute, I'll let each of them go into more detail on those efforts. We hope that the ideas discussed in today's forum will help everyone on this call support getting out the vote in a meaningful way for your company. Please note, we will have time for questions from the audience after we hear from the speakers. Please submit your questions via the chat feature and we will address as many of them as we have time for. John Thurston has been Secretary of State since 2019 and his office is in charge of maintaining the state's election records and assisting city uh, county officials with conducting federal, state, and district elections. He's going to share about some of the state's efforts to ensure success of the 2020 election, especially during the pandemic. Thank you, Secretary Thurston, for joining us. Thank you. Can I, there we go. Get the mute button off. Uh, I want to thank the council for uh, putting this on. Um, elections are so important. Um, you know, being chief election officer, a lot of folks automatically think uh, the secretary of state has a big stick pertaining to elections. And that's partially true in some ways. However, the, uh, the county clerks and the election commissioners, the poll workers, they are the ones who really carry out elections. And so when COVID uh, came on the scene, uh, conversations began um, what are we going to, what is the November election going to look like? And so I began having conversations with council in our office um, uh, and, and other folks, especially Leslie Bellamy, she's on here, director over elections. And we wanted to know if the laws here in Arkansas are sufficient enough, uh, adequate enough to accommodate uh, the voters in November in, in dealing with this uh, pandemic. And so we felt like the, the laws that were in place were adequate, uh, primarily the, the, the absentee laws, uh, the absentee process. Um, we felt like we actually did a press release stating that we believe that uh, fear of COVID per se, because we consider COVID a health issue, uh, that's one of the boxes on the absentee ballot is health related. And um, so absentee is an option for those who want to vote. Uh, during this same time, there were some federal dollars who came, that came down from uh, the federal government. Each state received uh, a certain amount based on their voter registration. And the states had to come up with a 20% match. So here in Arkansas, um, we had to come up with $900,000 out of, it came out of our budget here in the Secretary of State's office. Uh, and that put the number with our matching funds and the funds from the federal government around uh, $5 million. And those dollars can only be spent for COVID-related issues in the November presidential election. So uh, happy to talk more about that. Um, and actually, maybe I will, because a lot of that money went toward PPE that we just recently delivered to the county. So they're going to be adequ adequately supplied with the, the, the equipment that they need uh, to protect the poll workers and so forth. Uh, also, here's a one item that I'm excited about, fortunately I had one laying on the desk, <clears throat> a disposable stylus pen. So when you show up to the polls, you, you will be given one of these pens and it even says I voted on it. Uh, 
So when you walk in, you actually don't have to touch a single thing. You can sign your name with that on the signature pad. You can cast your uh, vote on the machine, uh, the um, uh, voting machine with that, and uh, keep it as a souvenir. So that's kind of a, you know, a brief overview of what's going on. Uh, we, I've got some dates and timelines that we might can go over later, but uh, I believe the counties are, are well positioned to accommodate everyone. There will be a spike in absentee voting. We, we are already seeing that, uh, but the counties are, are preparing for that even as we speak. We just ended a county clerk's meeting uh, this week in Conway, so uh, and that was uh, a lot of the conversation. So, well, thank you, Secretary Thurston. We appreciate that. Um, we want to jump right into the questions because we know a lot of people, a lot of you that are watching this, even some of you that might be watching this after the fact have questions. And hopefully we're going to try to answer all those questions uh, during the remaining time that we have. And uh, certainly all of our panelists will be with us for the duration of this program. Um, I'd like to, uh, to, to, to speak to uh, the, the Lees because we have Lee Culpepper and Lee Bansell and Karen Gillespie so that they can tell us a little bit about their company's efforts to support voter participation among employees and customers. So without further ado, let's jump into this with uh, our panelists. Um, and, you know, I, ladies first. So, Karen, why don't you uh, be the first to share with us some of your company's efforts on this behalf? Sure. Thank you so much, everyone who's joining, and thank you um, to the council for getting this together. It's a really important topic. So just a little bit, um, you might have heard of the other two companies. They're a little bit bigger than KiteString, but KiteString Technical Services is a Bentonville company. We do software and IT staffing and consulting and design. We have about 160 employees, so you know, a, sm a bigger in terms of a small business, but certainly not as large as some of my colleagues on the panel's companies. But Two of the really important steps we have taken are number one, we've really tried to be a trusted source of information for our employees. So doing vetting, when we send out email blasts, we have things linked to you know, the Arkansas State website and to be a touchstone for employees to really get good information about voting. And the second thing we've done uh, that I think is really important is be full-throated in our support for people to take time off to get to the polls, deliver their absentee ballot, and uh, to pay them for that time. Um, that they will we we pay for our employees if they take time off to go vote or to deliver their ballot. And I think that is a really important step so that employees don't feel like they're losing out on um, they're disappointing their employer by taking that time off. That's great. What about uh, what about you, Lee Culpepper? Why don't, why don't you tell us what uh, the largest one of the largest companies in the world is doing around this effort? Uh, obviously, you have your hands full, I'm sure. Thanks, Randy. Uh, yeah, we uh, we're really excited to be a participant in this year's uh, civic engagement and voting, uh, you know, program. Um, we really got active on this over the last few years, changed our policy around time off, and uh, more recently joined uh, a coalition of businesses called Time to Vote. And I'll come back to that. But essentially, I think we're doing more this year in 2020 at Walmart than we've, than we've done previously. Um, I think we've been uh, you know, a real leader uh, in helping our associates and our customers participate. And more specifically, uh, we've given them assistance in uh, checking their voter registration. They're not registered, helping them uh, get the link to register to vote, uh, gathering information for them on early voting, uh, absentee ballots, polling locations. They can uh, 
uh, access all this through a real easy to use text-based data platform. And then we can communicate all this information to our associates uh, or our customers that want to access it. Secretary Thurston, a lot of this comes from your office for our associates here uh, in Arkansas. They'll be able to link back to uh, pages and information that you have, uh, find out who the candidates are and so forth. Uh, we also uh, are communicating this to our workers through our internal communications channels. So like when you go to sign on to your laptop, there's a screensaver that pops up that gives you this information on how to, how to access uh, our data platform to go get all this voting information. Uh, we're using in-store signage uh, in all of our stores. Uh, we're also using Walmart radio, uh, which you hear when you go into shop. Both our customers and our Sam's Club members will receive informational flyers uh, when they use uh, pickup services, uh, particularly this week, which is uh, uh, around National Voter Registration Day, uh, which was on Tuesday of this week. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, that will continue through early October. Uh, we also have, as I mentioned earlier, a policy allowing for our associates to have up to three hours of paid time off to vote on election day if their schedules don't otherwise allow them the time they need to go vote. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, we're, we're a member of the Time to Vote Coalition, uh, which began in 2018, and we were one of the first uh, corporate members to sign up and be a part of that. This is a nonpartisan effort, helps employees participate in voting by providing access uh, to information uh, or paid time off, or having no meeting days uh, on election day. Different companies do it different ways, but we actually now have over a thousand companies uh, that are active in this effort uh, to, uh, to help their employees find time to vote. So that's just a, a little uh, overview of what we're doing at Walmart, Randy. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, Lee. And uh, last but not least, Lee Bansell from Tyson. Uh, Lee, please share with us what you guys are doing um, to support voter participation among your employees and obviously Tyson's customers. Good afternoon and thank you for the opportunity to join. Um, we've got a program across our employee base um, of the theme Your Vote Counts. And we've got four outcomes that we're looking at from this program. The first is to increase voter registration um, across our Tyson communities. The second is to increase the number of Tyson team members who are voting. The third is to increase the number of our team members who are registering for U.S. citizenship classes. And we facilitate these, we, we pay for them, we pay for their path to citizenship. And the fourth objective is to inform team members how to vote by mail or safely at the poll. Um, I'm not an elegant man, so I break things down very simplistically and I look at who, what, how. Our who are all of our team members and their communities. Our what, you know, it starts with what are we trying to do for them? We're facilitating voter registration, similar to my two friends that spoke earlier. We've had voter registration drives at every Tyson facility this week. We've had a kiosk in every building. Um, at our HQ, as you walk in and get your temperature checked, because we're um, we, we have all our COVID precautions. As you are given your mask for the day, you are given a pamphlet on voter registration. We're encouraging team members to vote with the I Am A Voter site or via our Good Government site. And we have a wonderful app that allows us to reach our team members who don't sit in front of a computer. And that's 100,000. We've got a social media app called Beekeeper. And we are sending them constant reminders on Beekeeper. Once we've 
help them with voter registration. We're then helping them on how to vote. So we're sharing at a local level information on polling stations, the availability of alternative options, um, mail-in, early voting. Um, We're providing information on localized, non-partisan ballot and candidate information. Um, As I said, we're encouraging our team members to apply for citizenship classes. We're also trying to promote best practices. Uh, So we're sharing CDC safety guidance for voting safely in person or before election day. Uh, As Lee mentioned, we're proud members of the Time to Vote um, Coalition. And we're also encouraging our team members to vote before or after shifts. And we are giving them flexibility for those team members who who can't fit it in. one of the big efforts we've got is a number of our team members don't sit in front of computers. So we've provided, we've, we've generated voter toolkits um, and we've translated these into 10 languages because a number of our employees, team members don't have English as a first language. So we've got these in 10 languages. They've been sent to all of our facilities through our chaplain network. We have communication champions, thought leaders at every facility um, to our plant managers. And these have, registration drive guides, voter registration flyers, tips on how to register, how to vote. We've got election day flyers. Um, We also have a digital signage network at every Tyson facility. There are TV monitors as you walk around and we have constant reminders, how-to guides on these digital signs. Some of the information is in infographics for those team members who don't speak fluent English. Um, And we're also promoting information across our social feeds and our website. So I'm an immigrant to this wonderful country, and I'm just thrilled to see the focus that there is on promoting registration and promoting participation. Wow. Thank you so much for that, Lee. Sounds like you guys have a lot, uh, a lot that you're working on. And for such a large company of your size, obviously, if you guys can do it, the smaller companies that are certainly around here spread throughout Northwest Arkansas can uh, can make some efforts to to try to get this information out there. And we're going to talk a little bit later about some of the tools that we have at your disposal to make it a little bit easier for you to spread out this information about voting. Um, I have some uh, some more questions for the panelists. And uh, these what I wanted to ask you guys is for those companies that have not yet been involved in getting out the vote people that are listening to this right now and saying, listen, we just don't have the resources that you, that the leads have, or that uh, Karen has, you know, we just don't have the, the, the manpower to do this. What would be your uh, one top one to two actions that you think are most impactful that you would recommend and how can that be done? So what would you recommend that the, that these, some of these smaller firms do with regard to getting out the message about voting and, and then maybe the how behind it? And uh, well, Lee, since you're already, you just came up, why don't you go again, Lee Bansell? Thank you. Uh, yeah, not everyone um, can put a great deal of resources um, against this. Everybody's keen to participate, but we're living in strange times. Now, I'd, I'd say there are uh, two things that we could do. The first is the power of positive gossip. Um, talk about it. Engage team members. Talk about the fact that it's it's not only your duty to vote, but it's your right to vote. This was hard won. And participating in democracy is a wonderful right that not everyone has. 
So I think just engaging and talking about it. And then you don't have to um, print off pamphlets or develop your materials. You can look to our own administration, point to the resources on the website, um, point to some of the good government sites and point people to resources that can help. We, we don't all have to um, invent a lot of assets. Yeah, no, I love that. That's great. And um, uh, Lee Culpepper, why don't you share with us uh, two two ideas from what you guys have done at Walmart that you've found that works really well? Well, I think one of the one of the actions that uh, any business owner could take would be just to uh, remind their workers uh, to vote. And mm-hmm. even if you didn't do the research uh, about uh, when early voting started or uh, absentee ballots and so forth. Everybody knows there's an election coming up. And so even just reminding people that uh, you could remind them now that they need to check their voter registration. You could remind them closer to the election that they need to remember to go vote. If you want to put a little more work into it, you can find the links to the Secretary of State's offices uh, or other places that people could go to get additional information around that. So I think just raising awareness is one idea. I think the second idea, uh, and Karen, I believe, mentioned this as well, uh, as well as, as Lee, trying to make certain that the, that the worker has enough time to go vote. So not just that they remember it, but that they have time. Now, for a smaller company, that might mean you don't hold any meetings before a certain time on election day, or you have a window, or you just help coordinate uh, coverage so that people uh, that haven't voted early would still have time to go vote uh, on election day. So I think that's another uh, idea that shouldn't be too hard to execute for smaller businesses. Okay. All right. That's great. We appreciate that, Lee. And uh, last but not least, Karen, um, since your company has, has more of a footprint that would be indicative of the types of firms that we have here in Northwest Arkansas that are certainly of a smaller size, why don't you show with us some of the things that you guys have done specifically uh, in order to, uh, to help uh, move this message out? Yeah. So, you know, again, I, all the resources that um, both the leads spoke about are, are incredible, but you're absolutely right that if you have it started or you just don't have the funds to put toward it, or maybe you're a company that's five people, so it doesn't make sense to, to have pamphlets or TVs showing things. I think one of the most important things you can do as a stakeholder in your business is lead by example. You know, I actually am a poll worker, so I have information. I can, when I talk to our employees, I can say, hey, I'm actually going to be working early voting. I'm going to be, I'm going to be there. Now, of course, that's not something you can do right now, but something to think about for the future is, is that, but you can lead by example by when you send the emails, make it personal, say, Hey everyone, I want to remind you about voting. I'm go. This is my plan, or I'm going to vote on election day, or I'm doing this. We want you to do whatever works for you and your family. So leading by example, make it personal, and give information about why you care and why the company cares. And then I think the the second part about it, to echo what everyone else said, is to really make it clear that your company wants people to take advantage of it. There will be no repercussions for taking advantage of voting. In fact, you are 
encouraging, you want it, uh, and you will do whatever it takes. And so to an addendum of that would be have a point person who people can contact personally. Maybe it's HR, maybe someone who they trust, who they can talk to. If they have questions or concerns, they can actually reach out and speak to a person uh, about how they can implement the best voting plan for that for them. Okay. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, all of you guys have put some really great ideas out there. And I think, you know, certainly with the, some of the questions that we're going to get from the audience, uh, this, is, this is certainly a good start, especially for those of you that are watching that are small business owners. It just gives you some really good ideas uh, as, as ways that you can interact with your employees and encourage them to do their civic duty. Um, I did have a question uh, for Secretary Thurston that I wanted to throw out there. And then I see that somebody has asked a question. Uh, Secretary Thurston, would you speak specifically, because I know this is on everybody's mind, to the state's requirements for photo identification at the polls? Um, there's always, uh, you know, some confusion about this. What are some alternatives to driver's license that voters can use at the polls? Good question. Um, of course, the most commonly used is uh, the driver's license, but you can also use a photo ID card, uh, a concealed carry license, uh, U.S. passport, uh, U.S. military ID, and uh, public access card uh, if the card shows an ID. And also, they can go by their county clerk's office. Uh, the county clerks have the ability to print what we call a voter verification card. So um, you can go by, all the county clerks uh, have this uh, equipment to print one out. And so anyone can go there as well. Uh, I do want to kind of make mention, you know, a lot of, a lot of the, uh, the panelists were talking about voter registration and, and such. And our office will uh, or can mail out applications. And we have an outreach team that we are happy to come and do a voter registration uh, drive if your company is is interested in that. And so we're happy to help out in that way. I didn't mention earlier, you know, something that everyone really needs to be mindful about in this election, especially if you're voting absentee, are the timelines. Uh, the U.S. Postal Service uh, did a, a press release. They sent out letters to all the secretaries of state, uh, I guess basically covering themselves, but stating that they could not guarantee that ballots would make it to their destination at a particular time. Now, no reason for alarm, at least in my mind, because I don't know that the Postal Service can ever really guarantee that a package will make it. So with that in mind, we want folks to uh, fill out that ballot quickly as you can and get it back in the mail, just so you make sure you have plenty of time. And also you've gotta be registered to vote. Uh, the voter registration deadline is uh, October the 5th, and it has to be postmarked by, postmarked by October the 5th. Uh, the absentee voting, uh, the vote by mail has already begun and will run until October the 27th. So you're, you're able to uh, send in an application requesting a ballot. Those ballots are already being sent out by many counties and um, so just we just encourage you to fill those out and, get, and, and send those back as quickly as you can. Um, I did, I'm kind of running through these dates and oh, so do that in the opening, but they're very important. Uh, the first day of early voting is October the 19th, and that runs for two weeks, Monday through Friday, and it goes from 8 a.m. Uh, until, I'm sorry, until 6 p.m. 
and Saturdays are from 10 to 4. The last day of early voting is November the 2nd, and that is uh, closes at 5 p.m., not 6. So on the last day, that Monday, it closes uh, at 5. Uh, the polling locations, polling sites, uh, sample ballots, if you're interested in that, kind of want to see what your ballot would, will look like before you get there, uh, you can go to our website at sos.arkansas.gov and you can pull up the polling locations. You can check on your uh, uh, voter registration status to make sure you are registered. Um, but avail yourself to our website. It, it, it has, as, as I believe Lee mentioned, uh, a lot of good information pertaining to elections. Yeah, and Secretary Thurston, I'm glad you brought up the polling places because one of the questions that did come up was that people need to make note of where their polling place is because it may not be where they've voted in the past. Is that correct? That's right. Uh, like I said uh, earlier, you know, the, the elections are carried out by the counties. And so polling sites do change uh, from time to time. And a lot of counties are uh, going to what we call vote centers. And what that means is, you know, used to you had a specific polling site that you had to go to. You couldn't go to another one. Well, now with, with vote centers, uh, you're able to go to any polling site and, and vote. So, um, and I believe Leslie can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe uh, your region, everyone up there is on vote centers uh, in Northwest. And Leslie, you can correct me if that's not right. I think the only county that might not be up in that region would be uh, Newton and, um, but I think everyone else, you know, pretty much Northwest Arkansas is already doing vote centers. Okay. All right. That's great. And then, you know, since we're, since we're talking about polling places, this is another big issue that's come up. Uh, of course, what would you, could you guys talk just a little bit about some of the precautions the state is taking in regards to the pandemic? What would you say to voters who are apprehensive about going to the polls on election day? Sure. Me personally, I'm showing up and uh, casting my vote at the, at the polling site. Uh, I pretty well go, uh, to Walmart to, and buy my Tyson chicken and all of that good stuff. And, but I wear my mask, you know, and I keep my distance from, um, from everyone. The polling sites are going to be set up in such a way that you are not going to be in uh, close proximity in each County. I believe they're handling it very well. There's actually a law that the uh, election equipment can't be within six feet uh, of another one just based on, uh, and the reason was before uh, uh, privacy. So that law was already there. And so, but those machines will be spaced out. And again, the stylus pen, we do recommend everyone, you know, wear their mask. All the poll workers will be have, they'll have gloves, they'll have masks, there will be disinfectant wipes. Uh, I believe there's a lot of the counties will have the plexiglass in place. And so uh, I, I, I will be showing up to the polls and just wanna encourage everyone to do so, but, but if you feel like your, your health is, uh, your immune system may be compromised or you just, you just don't feel like you, uh, that's a safe place for you to go, by all means, you know, ask for that, uh, send in that application for your absentee ballot. And when you receive it, be sure to get it sent back as quickly as you can. Okay. Thank you for that. And we did have another question that came in that kind of filtered along the lines of the, the, how do you reach 
all of your employees of diverse backgrounds. And we heard Lee Bansell talk a little bit about how they have, uh, they've, they've created a form in 10 different languages. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, man, I don't have the manpower to create something with t- in, in 10 different languages. So how are, you know, how is Walmart, how is Tyson, how are, are you, Karen, uh, with, with your firm? How are you guys ensuring that the diversity of your workforce and the diversity of your customers are being informed about this whole voting process? <laughs> Lee, Lee, uh, Lee Culpepper, do you want to go first on this? Yeah, I'm happy to, Randy. So one of the things that we've done with our own platform is to uh, do it in Spanish language. Um, and we've done that um, primarily through our Walmart radio announcement. We weren't able to do uh, Spanish language uh, signage uh, in every store and every market that uh, that we would have a, a high propensity of uh, Latino shoppers. Um, <coughs> but we have done a a Walmart radio spot that would run in those locations. So that's one of the ways that we've done it. And um, another thing that we've done is uh, to support those communities, those diverse communities when they're doing their voter registration. So working with nonprofits in those communities, uh, something uh, that we've also done to, to, to support the members of diverse communities. Okay. And um, Lee Bansell, what about you guys? Do you want to elaborate more on that? The, the, what you guys have already done? Yeah, thank you. You know, this is such an important question because many colleagues and team members who are new citizens may be voting for the first time. And what a thrill to be with them as they go on that journey. As I said, a lot of our materials, these toolkits that we sent to all of our facilities, um, a lot of the flyers and assets we translated into 10 languages. Um, We are also though leveraging word of mouth because you know, communication is done locally. So we have a chaplain network at all of our facilities. And as I mentioned earlier, we have a communication champion. You know, every building has that one or two go-to people that, you know, they're the mother or father figure. And we are asking these communication champions and our chaplains to speak to everyone you know, they've got their own networks, their own ethnic networks, etc. Um, we've also had a reach out to our business resource groups, our affinity groups. Um, and these reach out to our Asian employees, our African-American employees, um, our multicultural. So, you know, some of these groups who may traditionally perhaps have been underserved or overlooked in communications. Um, we're also pushing a lot of our materials on our social platforms, especially around our facilities. And that allows us to target groups. And we have little local Facebook groups, et cetera. Um, So we're able to target and reach communities in that way as well. Okay. And Karen, how about you? Yeah, so if you have a smaller population within your company, I think something you can do is, again, make it personal. Maybe when you're sending out an email, um, again, talk about why it matters to you, why you as a stakeholder in your company care about each of your employees uh, participating in their civic duty, going out to vote, working as a poll worker if they can. Um, uh, You know, something you could potentially do is, 
look up ways that your employees could help serve under uh, underserved populations. Um, for instance, this is a little bit different because of COVID, but of course, many there are many groups that help drive people to the polls who can't make it. And so you could look to see if there's organizations like that that you can promote as a company that maybe would help serve either, um, you know, diverse groups within your workforce that you, you think maybe need to a boost in getting to the polls or um, uh, just a way for you guys to reach out in the community. If your if your population isn't incredibly diverse, a way for your, uh, the people you, who work for you to go assist other communities and uh, help in that way. Yeah. I mean, it's, it certainly is a way civically mindedness, right? You want, you want everybody to be involved in this. So I think it's important to encourage that type of participation because it's, I think it's more than just telling people to go out and vote if they can to go out and help in, in other ways to do that. And I'd love uh, just to real quickly, before we go into a few other questions, I just want to post some of the flyers that Engage NWA has put together. And if you go to engagewa.com, forward slash vote, you will see some of these uh, flyers that are really nice. They're done up well. And so this flyer has all the important dates and deadlines. We've got the election day on November 3rd, of course, the registered uh, register in person to vote. The last day to do that is October 5th. I uh, want to make sure that uh, in terms of registering to vote by mail, it has to be postmarked by October 5th. Request a ballot by mail by October 27th and the early voting period, as Secretary Thurston said earlier, is October 19th to November 2nd. And the dates and times may vary even slightly in your polling district or precinct. Just be aware of that. And then we have a couple of other um, uh, forms. And this is just just for Benton and Washington County. So obviously for those of, in the great NWA, here are all the early voting sites that uh, that are currently available. And, and so there, there are some with asterisks that do have some limited uh, um, early voting sites, but just to be aware of where you can go and even places that, that haven't traditionally been sites like Arvest Ballpark will be a site. So, you know, there are, are going to be plenty of opportunities for, for people, your employees, um, your uh, customers, and others to be able to take part in this process. And there are going to be a lot of places for them to go. And you can point them to this website or you can print these out and make them available within your office. And I believe there's one more uh, slide as well. And this is just a really helpful slide that gives you all the information that you need about how you can participate in this voting process. It checks checks out everything that you can do, some tips uh, for businesses to get the word out about voting. I just really want to encourage you to avail yourselves, if nothing else, of these three pieces of information, print them out, make them available to everybody on your team, make them available to your clients and your customers, and really get the word out this way. But this is what I mean, this is why this is this program is even being done today, because we want to make sure that we are taking the time to really get the word out so that people know the importance of their civic duty of voting. So thank you for that, Nate. I appreciate that. Uh, we're going to go on. I got a couple more questions before we wrap up. I want to be respectful of everybody's time. Uh, are there any additional uh, programs that any of the speakers would like to elaborate on, and that includes you, Secretary Thurston, if you have something that you want to share that we haven't quite touched upon yet, but I, I would love uh, just for you guys to go ahead and, and share that now, if, if anybody has anything specifically. You know, I have a, one tip I wanted to give people that I learned when I was training to be a poll worker is that, uh, you know, once, I think there's some 
a lot more people are requesting absentee ballots this year. If you request an absentee ballot, you are going to show up in the voter roll that you requested an absentee ballot. So if you decide, actually, I am going to go in person, you'll only be able to cast a provisional ballot when you show up at the polls. So if you are going to request an absentee ballot, the you know, the best thing for you to do is to submit that absentee ballot, whether you take it in person, you can deliver it to your county clerk, or you can mail it in as Secretary Thurston said, do it as quickly as you can after you receive your ballot. But once you make that choice, you've told the state of Arkansas that you are going to vote by that absentee ballot. So again, if you request it, that's great. Do it that way. But there's really no room for wishy-washiness. Once you've requested it, and Secretary Thurston can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, once you've requested it, you will not be able to cast a ballot except for a provisional ballot, which, again, just means it won't get counted unless the race is close. Um, So that's a lot of information I threw at you guys, but I just, this year in particular, I think there's people asking questions about absentee ballots and useful information to pass along uh, amongst your employees. Absolutely. Secretary Thurston, do you want to um, add anything to that? That is very helpful. You know, I I just want to read a quote that I always read uh, when I'm talking about elections uh, because elections are so important. And the reason, you know, just the very fact that you're having this uh, Zoom meeting shows that you understand the impact that elected officials have, not just on our everyday lives, but just on commerce and business. Uh, It's an external force that you have sometimes very little control over and sometimes it could be a, an opportunity or a threat. You just don't really, you can't predict how legislatures and different ones are going to, uh, which direction they're gonna go on different issues. So it's very important that uh, people vote, especially your employers, because they work for the, the company and so goes the company, so goes the, the, the employee. So uh, very important. But this quote was as a Spanish philosopher Jose Ortega Gasset, and he said, the health of democracies of whatever type and range depend on a wretched technical detail, electoral procedure. All the rest is secondary. And so when I read this, I was doing some research on uh, uh, voter fraud and those types of things, and that quote was in there. It's the most important thing that we do as a, as, as a government, it's, it's, one of, it's probably the most important task that we have apart from our national defense, because without elections, um, we don't have the, the government that we have and elections are, are essentially, in my opinion, the bedrock of our republic. So it's very important. So thank you for having this and, and, and allowing me to participate. Yeah. And while I have you, because some other questions have come up. I've okay. I that was my that. closing. Um, no, no, no. I got, I got a couple more things for you, real quick, because uh, this, this came, this comes up, and of course, we, we, we're voting for people, but we're also voting on issues, right? So, how could you speak to how people can get informed about ballot initiatives that will be on the ballot? Is it, is it not, is it so much just ordering a copy of the ballot in advance to be able to review it, or it, what's, what are some other ways that people can become aware of those ballot initiatives? That's right. I just want to, you know, continue to direct people to the to our website. That's where you find all of these things. Uh, the ballot measures are are, are sometimes citizen uh, initiated, and sometimes they're initiated by the general assembly. And those are ballot measures that the public vote on 
that will become uh, law and in, in our constitution even. So uh, those are very important. I want to encourage people to be a critical thinker when they vote. Uh, don't vote like grandma voted just because that's the way we've always voted. Think for yourself, analyze the, the you know, get, uh, gather all the information you can, all the, the data that you can to make a good decision, um, you know, that you feel is right. And again, I think it was mentioned earlier, nonpartisan, look at, look at the person, you know, kind of look at their history. A lot of folks, when they're running for office, that's not the first office that they have, have run for. So uh, they've got a history they've got maybe a voting record, you know, maybe uh, uh, be sure to uh, do, evaluate that. And, and also I encourage people leading up to elections, uh, maybe you're going to run, want to run for office, push good candidates forward, find good candidates, uh, because on election day, that is not the time to walk in and gripe about who's on the ballot. It's too late. Yeah. That's the only people you get to choose from. And so um, I just want to encourage people, uh, even uh, before election season even comes, to maybe begin to be informed and begin to uh, participate in this uh, this process. Yeah. Hey, Ray, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, Lee Culpepper, go ahead. Just going to jump in on the secretary's uh, comments there. I, I, the, I, he's absolutely right. You should go to the website, the Secretary of State's website. I, I think what happens is a lot of people maybe have done that research um, and are walking into that polling booth knowing how they're going to vote for uh, candidates, although they sometimes don't, don't know all of the different races that are on their ballot. But beyond that, these referenda, that's where I find that a lot of people get really bogged down because it's pretty opaque when you like look at this language. And if you haven't familiarized yourself with that language and you're walking into the to the polling booth trying to go through three or four of these, you know, referenda that, that you almost have to be a lawyer to understand, you know, what it is that's being done, you, you can get that, that really slows down the process. And, and the Secretary's, uh, Secretary of State's office provides all that language, the official language, but I think you also have to go past that into digging into to different people's interpretation of what the language would do or would not do. So, so voting is, uh, is, is uh, you know, re- requires you to go in and do this sort of research prior to walking into the, into the, into the polling place thinking you'll just take a look at this language right then and there how to vote. You may not understand it. You may not understand it after you've read it three times uh, while other people are waiting to get in and vote. So you got to dig in. You got to do your homework in advance. So I just wanted to echo what Secretary Thurston was saying about that. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good point, Lee. I appreciate that. And somebody else mentioned uh, as well in the chat that uh, you might want to remind people that the cooperative extension service has some really good good fact sheets to help people understand the ballot issues. Uh, Randy, I was going to mention, this is uh, Director Bellamy, that sure. the, it's uh, the U of A Division of Agriculture. They actually put out a whole booklet on ballot measures. And if I'm correct, Kristen Higgins runs that program for them, and she had put up that they were in today. Oh, great. 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 We'll, we'll be sure to uh, make sure that Engage NWA is able to connect that information so that uh, anybody that has questions about that or wants to take a closer look at those initiatives in advance uh, can go online and see that. I'm sure they'll make them available that way as well as several others. So, um, well, yeah, this is 
this is a, a an election season unlike any other season and and um you know bef- before before we let you go secretary thurston is is ha- have you i guess you've never seen anything like this with regard to how covid has impacted uh the election day polling places and everything in in terms of years past i don't think there, i don't think we have a playbook for this that is correct and uh this is my first election as chief election uh, officer as well. I have had a, a heck of a first term here in the Secretary of State's office. So, but it's been great. I've, I've surrounded myself with uh, folks who have been in the business a long time. Leslie being one of them, she's worked at the count at the county level and has been at this level for a long time. Uh, yes, it is un, unprecedented. However, uh, I believe that. It's going to go smoothly. I really do, especially here in Arkansas. Uh, no, folk, there's no need to panic. Uh, you have time if you want to vote absentee. And if you don't, just wear your mask and come on in and vote. It, it's going to be spaced out. And you're not going to have to touch a single thing with that stylus pen. And so uh, I just believe it's going to be a, a, a good election season. It may be a late, not a late night uh, later than normal. Uh, however, I, th- I believe some states may not know their results for a few days. We'll just have to wait and see. But uh, Arkansas, we should we should know uh, fairly soon. Hopefully, by the time everyone is uh, about to uh, set the alarm clock, maybe we'll know the final results here in Arkansas. But uh, it, it should go well. Well, yeah. No, and we appreciate we appreciate all the work that you're doing, and certainly this is truly a, a baptism by fire for you. But you are you are doing a great job, and so thank you again, um, Secretary Thurston, for participating in this program. Thank you, Leslie Bellamy, uh, for joining us today and sharing your wisdom and experience. Uh, we want to also thank Lee Culpepper from Walmart. We want to thank Lee Bansell from Tyson and Karen Gillespie um, from Kite String. We appreciate you guys so much just sharing and imparting your wisdom and experience in this area. And, and, and hopefully we can all do better because of the advice and guidance that you have shared with us today. And I hope that every business listening really takes this to heart. And as we close, that you guys are able to use this information in a really profound way to uh, encourage everyone to get out and do their civic duty, which is vote. And of course, I know as, as uh, Mr. Harvey's going to close this out, I don't think anybody's ever complained about closing a meeting out early. So we might be able <laughs> to actually do that today. So, <laughs> Yeah, those are my favorite kind. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, everybody. It's an excellent discussion, and I hope everybody got good takeaways uh, from the meeting today. So uh, thanks again to you guys, everybody that attended. Uh, please check out our toolkit for more info. We'll send it to you all. Um, and it's also available at agenwa.org slash vote. Okay. Thanks again, everybody. hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.